Okay, we're live now. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was not <laughs> ready. <laughs> All right, cool. I figured that'd be easier. Um, okay, guys. Uh, so this is our first S3 podcast. We don't have a name yet, but we got some great ones in the pipeline. Uh, my name is Jonathan Woolley. I am the editor which means uh, I kind of coordinate the content and write not all, but most of the articles. And then uh, this clean cut guy is Mike Sanders. He's the other owner and, uh, and the ad director. So I guess Mike, say what's up. I'm basically the guy that, uh, you know, just tries to make sure that on a day-to-day basis we don't go out of business. I also do all of Bully's personal apologies for him. Uh, anytime he writes something stupid and pisses off an advertiser or a subscriber or whoever it happens to be on that given uh, Wednesday, uh, yeah, that's my job as well. But yeah, we've been doing this for, I guess, what, 11 or so years now? 12, 12 years, a dozen. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, wow, I feel really old now that you said that. Anyway. But we've been doing this for a really long time. Uh, we've been doing the print thing for a really long time, and this is our first time really taking a stab at uh, any type of new technology. I know podcasts aren't exactly anything new, but uh, damn, it's difficult us. for us. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. We spent a couple nights trying to make sure mics were on, so hopefully they're working now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I guess what we were talking about is this one. We just do kind of a quicker intro to the magazine. And, uh, and how it came to be um, and how it kind of fell into our laps. We did not start the magazine, <clears throat> but what the heck. All right, I'll just start. So I was in college at University of Georgia, been into cars my whole life. My dad, you know, was a car guy, so I grew up around it. That was our kind of Sunday football. And, uh, and so I was in college. I always, it was a pipe dream to write for a magazine. Like that's what I wanted to do. But in Georgia, like, where are you really gonna do that? And uh, so long story short, I was a couple years out of college. I was floundering. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew what kind of job I didn't want. And then uh, randomly, I saw an opening for this, this editor position at S3 Magazine. And I honestly hadn't heard of the magazine yet, but it was local and uh, it was kind of, <laughs> It was like my M&M moment, you know? It was like, man, this is my one shot. So I like, I went all out for it. I was bugging this guy. His name was Todd Lamb. Um, he was the publisher at the time. And uh, it was right before the SEMA show. This was 2005. Um, so uh, I, I had this plan. My mom worked for Delta. She's retired from Delta. but uh, And my dad worked in the automotive industry. So I used my two connections and flew out to SEMA last minute so I could like bump into... Uh, uh, Todd from S3 Magazine, which I did. And <clears throat> he was basically like, all right, well, you're here, write an article. Like you were writing an article about SEMA. And then, you know, give me a couple of weeks and, and uh, when we get back in town, we'll talk. So that's what I did. And, um, and you know, ended up getting a job. Um, dream job, obviously. Uh, couldn't believe I got it. And then six weeks later, he calls me in his office and, and tells me that, S3 was being sold to a company on the West Coast um, and that, you know, we we were asked to kind of finish the last issue and that was going to be it. And I was like, no way, man, no way this is happening that, you know, I had a taste at a, at a damn dream job and now it's being ripped out from under me. You know, you just told all your friends. It was like worst case scenario. And um, 
And so uh, I was in his office like every morning, just bugging him, just saying, you know, please give us six months, give us some sort of time. Come on, is there anything we can do? You know, and finally he was like, look, this is our firstborn magazine. Um, we don't, we don't want to see it die. Um, we'll sell it to you and the designer because the designer was hired just like a month before I was. And uh, he's like, we'll sell it to you guys, let you use the office and uh, teach you how to actually run a magazine because he's I remember him saying like no offense like you don't know shit <laughs> like he was like you know how to write some articles that's, right that's the barely the first thing to run in a magazine so we'll teach you that stuff and so uh you know me and the designer scrounged up scrounged up any any money we could find and bought the magazine and uh okay so around that time we were pretty much going out of business every day freaking out every day trying to figure out how we could sell ads but we had bought a magazine with some subscribers. It had a title, it had a name, it had a, a reputation of some sort. So that, and some advertisers. Yeah, that's what I mean. It gave us, it gave us a, a slightly open door, you know? Um, and, and without that, we wouldn't have been able to, you know, ever get started. But anyway, so one day I'm at lunch and, and Mike, who I had met in college when he was a wee lad in high school, calls me up because he's in college at that point and says, I heard you bought a magazine. Mike, you want to tell your side of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, so first of all, you know, as you guys probably heard from the story, Wooly's a little bit older than me. I was in high school kind of just getting into the, the whole tuning area with all my, my high school buddies. Fast and Furious 1 had just come out. You know, it was sweeping the nation. Our high school was just filled with modified cars. Every Friday and Saturday night, everybody would meet up at the, the local parking lots. That's kind of where I met Willie. We both had DSMs, uh, which back then was a big deal because we were kind of the, the only two guys in Athens with turbo cars, or there weren't many of us at least. So we kind of bonded a little bit over that, started a little bit of a friendship, fell off when I went to college. But yeah, so then I, uh, I go down to college. I hear that Willie's doing some cool stuff, and I immediately want to get involved. I'm in the school of business, so it just made sense. You know, he, he, he needed somebody to kind of help sell and run the business side of the magazine. So I jumped at the opportunity, um, not really thinking or knowing if it would ever turn into anything, but hell, I was in college. I didn't know what money was at this point um, in my life and, and just trying to have fun. And so I, I jumped on the opportunity and it turned out to be probably the best decision I've ever made with my whole life, to be honest, not financially, <laughs> just in terms of having crazy stories and awesome experiences and meeting amazing people. And hey, look on the bright side, man. We get to build awesome cars, um, even still today. That's true. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's kind of how it started for me. Uh, it quickly snowballed into a real thing, um, you know, because there was really only three of us running an entire company. It was me running the business side of things, uh, Wooly, you know, pretty much writing every single word and, and really dictating uh, the path that the company took on a day-to-day -day basis. And then Cody Wellens, who uh, used to be our art director and, uh, you know, did a bang up job putting out an awesome magazine for us for many, many years. Uh, so it was the three of us for a long, long time, uh, just scrounging to get by. And of course, you know, as soon as I'm about to graduate and get out of college and we, we kind of feel like the passion is, is getting us somewhere, uh, 2008 hits and the housing market crashes and then the whole economy goes to hell. Gas is and $4 a gallon. Gas is 4 or yeah. $5 a gallon. It's, it's impossible. <clears throat> Nobody's doing business. People are losing their houses, their jobs. Um, are we going to cuss on this? 
Sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, cause hey, I remember. You just don't take it too far. No, I remember. <laughs> it, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it cleaner. But like, I remember at that point being like, "Well, we're screwed. This is it." And, and you got to understand, like, for the three people listening, like, from two thousand, okay, two thousand and six in spring, we got the magazine. Had no idea what we're doing, but drifting. Okay, so drifting's happening. So even though our magazine is not that good, it's good enough for like every tire manufacturer to um, to throw money at it because they were throwing yep. money in every in anything tuner at that point. Anything it really saved us. So yeah, it saved us. And and this is off topic, but like again, no idea what I'm doing, right? So I get a call one day um, from a, a really cool guy that said he was with Scion, and he was like. I heard you guys like bought a magazine. Um, what, what's the deal? What's going on? Just, you know, fill me in. And so I guess whatever passion took over and I blacked out and told him the whole story kind of that we've been telling you so far. And, um, and, and I remember, you know, I talked to him for maybe 20 minutes or something and he was like, all right, man, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to meet you. And I was like, all right, well, take it easy. And then the next day I walk into our office and, and there is a fax in our fax machine for a, um, and an ad. You know, for like a few issues at a rate that was like saved our company. I mean, it, it, yeah, it was, was kind of was, an astronomical it was, rate. It was like something you'd see in a movie. Like I about passed out like Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> or something. Like it was, uh, it it was yeah, it was basically a giant hookup and a like you know, give it hell guys kind of thing from Scion. Yeah. Um. So yeah, between Scion and drifting, we survived. And then, you know, to take give it back to Mike. So we survived for two years despite ourselves, despite every day we thought we were tanking and going under. And uh and then and then two thousand eight hits and, and we're yeah. like, okay, now now we're proper screwed. Well, and the one big thing that I think that kind of yeah. helped is that we were both still in that, that college kid mentality. We didn't know what success and money were yet. We we, we hadn't had the taste of it yet. So, um, I mean, even though we wanted it, I think that kind of helped us because it didn't matter. We weren't trying to pay ridiculous bills. We didn't have mortgages. We didn't have super expensive vehicles that you had to pay a car note on every month. Um, in fact, uh, we, we lived in the office for a little while at one point. We just kind of did what we did to get through. And it worked. It worked really, really well, actually. Um, and as you said earlier, I think passion is kind of what, what got us through all those years. Some of it was a little bit misguided, hateful <laughs> passion. I'll admit, we, uh, we, we, we kind of, uh, a lot of our fuel, you know, for the fire came from, uh, it's the wrong word to use, but I'm just going to say it, hatred for, uh, for some of the other magazines and kind of the way that they did business. Um, it, it was a very young punk rock attitude. We were mad, we were mad at the big guy. We were mad at the sellouts. Who the big guys? And yeah. What a lot of you guys don't know is like it was Prime Media at the time. Then it was Source Interlink. Now it's Ten, which is the Enthusiast Network. But like, it's this conglomerate. They own ninety percent of the magazines that you've ever heard of. You know, whether it's it's whether it's about guns or surfing or skateboarding or cars or Reader's Digest or whatever, you know, like it's, it's all owned in one, over one umbrella more or less. And so as a magazine being run by like three people and a bunch of friends that were helping us out, like we're trying to compete with that. And, and you, you know, it's, that's where the hatred, yeah, that's where the hatred comes from. And it's always the punk rock attitude. You know, you're mad at the sellouts. That was, it was that simple. That's what fueled yeah. us for a long time. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. I forgot what you were saying, but I just was interrupting. Oh, me too. I forgot what I was saying too. Uh, it doesn't matter though. But uh, yeah, so passion is kind of what got us through it, and, and kind of is still to this day. You know, I mean, we we do this because well, we now, love it. Now we sure as hell don't do it for the money because yeah. uh, everybody's a competitor to us now. You know, Joe down the street that made a blog and uh, Patrick that made a YouTube channel. These guys are all competitors to us now. Yeah, I wish we um, just had to fight Super Street and Modified. Now. <laughs> like, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, would have been great. But I mean, the sad truth is. We lost a lot of good publications in the process of of because because the first thing to get cut whenever the economy is bad, as we've seen, is marketing. Um, and when marketing gets cut, you know, the first people to go out of business are the media companies. You know, we, we've seen Honda tuning and just just a whole slate full of magazines. We won't rehash it all now, but but all of them go under good people lose jobs um, and it, it just sucks, man. It's it's no good. Nobody ever wants to see that. So I'll tell you this, we're going to try to keep going for as long as we can. I don't see us stopping anytime soon. So, uh, well, yeah, you know. Okay, so yeah, it's 2008. And while we thought we didn't have a hope in hell, you know, it, it was kind of like, okay, we're going out of business. And if we're going out of business, we're going out in a, in a at least a little ball of fire, you know. So we, we kind of got angry and the magazine got real. Um, but the fact of the matter was, and we didn't see it at the time, is that we didn't know the good times you know we were a small magazine that all we knew was broke and dollar beers on the weekends and stuff and so like the big magazines the one that had you know the high-rise offices and stuff like that like they they were too fat they couldn't survive it uh when times got tough and, and despite ourselves we didn't know any better so we just kind of kept pushing through and and i mean if we were smart like we would have quit you know, but like we were stubborn, we didn't want to quit. It's our freaking magazine, yeah. you know. So, <clears throat> um, you know, we kept pushing through it. So, I don't know. Uh, 2008 turned into, you know, 2018 real quick, man. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and somehow, you know, we just keep keep you know living to put out another issue and finding our true north and our voice and and trying to hone in on what we're doing and it. You know, it's still a freaking soap opera. Um, it's yeah, an independent it's a, magazine in 2018. Um, it's a changing market every single day. Um, change the subject here really quick, but your story about Scion kind of made me remember uh, maybe one of the funnest nights of my life. The first time we ever went to SEMA, um, I was 20 years old and turning 21 the week that we were there. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. All right, So so before we go... You know, we're, we're of course telling all of our advertisers we're, we're super excited. We don't even know what SEMA fully is, or at least I don't. We'll yeah, I've been, been that one time. Yeah. Yeah, but but we didn't know the industry side of it. You know, the after parties and the dinners and all, all the crazy stuff that goes on kind of behind and the scenes. When you get SEMA. to go, when you get to go to SEMA as media, it's awesome. Just oh that. man, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> that, that's what I'm getting to here. So so, <laughs> like two weeks before SEMA, we get this uh, package in the mail from Scion. And it's got like gold chains and all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit in it, and I, I don't, I have no idea what it is. And then we see it, and there's tickets in there for this uh, SEMA after party that Scion is throwing. And you know, we got the gold chains. It's the most amazing feeling in the world. I felt like it was in my honor. This is, it was literally the night <laughs> of my 21st birthday. It could not have been planned out more perfectly, even though it wasn't planned for that. But it just, it, it was awesome. So we end up going, and it's like the craziest night of my life, man. I'm in Vegas, 21st birthday. Um, open and bar, it's just dude. a open bar. It's, <laughs> it was like, it was it was open, a whole like, other like yeah. The Scion knew how to throw a party. It was they rented out 
a, a, a club bar, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Just rented the whole stinking thing out and just open barred like at least half the people that were there had little bracelets. It was an absolute ruckus. It was out of control. And yeah. and that's probably when we fell in love <laughs> with with the automotive industry. Yeah. Um that was that was it. That was that was hook, line, and sinker right there. I still vividly remember hanging out because we kind of stayed at that party pretty much till it closed down and they were like turning the lights on saying, Get the hell out of here, guys. I, I remember visibly hanging out with well, who was it, Craig Taguchi from Scion? Yeah. Uh, I think that was his name. Um, but yeah, and he was just such a cool, genuine guy. But uh, at the end of the night, he was like, I'm glad you guys came out. Um, I think you guys have to work tomorrow. You should probably get the hell out of here. <laughs> and he was right. Tomorrow came a we, few short hours later. And we uh, probably... We were, we were still in our prime. We could handle it. Though. Yeah, yeah, we could still handle it. But but looking back, <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassed to say, man, I went into all those meetings and probably still smelled like the night before, you know. But it, it was a blast, man. I mean, it was awesome. I, I, I don't regret a damn bit of it. Definitely fun. And I think maybe the moral, we talked about this for a, for a second, um, you know, whatever, the, the moral of the story for the kids, if you will, not that you guys are kids, but I know a lot of you guys are, you know, mid-20s or whatever that might be listening to this, it, it, trying to figure out, I, I, I know I talk to a lot of people that are in the same boat, you know, they're like, man, I, I just know what I don't want to do with my life, I, you know, like I kind of know what I want to do. Definitely know what I don't want to do. It, it's not. There was nothing that I did to set this up. It was. It was a lot of dumb luck, man. It was a lot of like, you know, you graduate college with a psychology degree and you're installing car stereos and like, and and then it just kind of. I found the right job on Monster Jobs of all places at the right time, and I was. It, this is it. So I think kind of, the moral is like just be there. Just be present, be involved, especially today in 2018 when you can live the car life on a computer screen. You know, like it, it's not, maybe it is the same, you know? I mean, you can network on a computer, but like I didn't plan to own a car magazine. I didn't even plan to, to work at a car magazine. And I went from installing car stereos to owning a national magazine in six weeks um, just because I was freaking there and stubborn and and wouldn't let myself be laid off <laughs> like you know like i just i, I wasn't gonna let it happen like i love my old boss but i wasn't going back to him and saying man it didn't work out you know like so yeah. i think that's kind of the thing man you just it, it's kind of like that yes man movie you know like you gotta just if you are into this shit if you're into cars or whatever it is like be into it it's okay to be obsessive that's all right. Like everybody always said, your mama probably goes, oh, you shouldn't be so like obsessed. No, that's okay. Being obsessed with something is good. Um, so I don't know, man. That would be my advice uh, if, if we're going to try and like put a little bow on it and end it with a, you know, um, whatever inspirational I think you're, thing. I, I think you're exactly right. I mean, the whole point is it's just like dating. Put yourself out there. You know, not only just for good things to happen, but just to be in the moment. Like, you know, we live so much of our lives nowadays behind the screen of a phone or a computer or, or something. Um, and that's great. You know, documenting life and, and seeing what other people do with their lives is great. But you got to get out there and have your own because that's where kind of the magical moments happen. That's where opportunities arise. So, so I think you're 100 percent right. You know, put yourself out there. 
I did it. Wooly did it. It worked out well for us. I'm not saying it's going to work perfectly for everybody, but you're probably going to have more fun in the process. Well, here's the thing too that I've learned is like if you have the mentality to just freaking go for it, like you also have the mentality to not fall on your face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like let, let's say the magazine didn't work. Like and and I didn't expect it to work. I remember going, okay, so we're going to buy the magazine for X amount of dollars. It's probably going to fail, but if we can make it last long enough to build our resume to get resume our, builder yeah to get our foot in the door you know to meet the person that's going to hire us next like that's the thing if you've got that mentality like you're not going to let yourself fail so there is no fail you know what i mean like there it, it, you might have little setbacks or, or you know it might not take you where you think it's going to take you but um you're ultimately not going to fail if you just follow what the hell you want to do you know and kind of do it stubbornly and and like i said be obsessed it's all right um so i don't know Man, that's about all I got. What about you? Besides, uh, besides the, uh, <clears throat> we got some business matters to attend to, and that's trying to figure out what we're going to call this thing. Oh, I don't man. even know. Do podcasts have names? I think they have names. I think they do. I, I've got a bunch here from, from our notes earlier today. We were not very productive at work today. Uh, we mostly just came up with a lot of really terrible names. And one I'm going to go. One. And one track. <laughs> So a couple of them are serious. I'm going to start with those, and then we're going to go to the crap that's probably going to actually get picked later. Uh, first, the serious ones, S3 Media, Automotive Issues. Uh, there's also Prince Dead. <laughs> that one's a little funny. <laughs> kind of serious. Uh, where, are the, where are the other serious ones? That might be it. Spool it around. That one was kind of cool. I like it. I, it's, a, it's a good name. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's... What are you guys doing today? You know, just spooling around. Yeah, no, yeah, we get it. All right, fine. All right, let's go to the shit ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I vote for sausage. That's Woolies, by the way. Let that's, me tell you a story about this. So, that, wait, that's actually the name. I vote for sausage. It's called it's I not, vote yeah. for sausage. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so here's the story behind that. Uh, it's you know go, putting yourself out there again. We we both lived in Athens, Georgia. We loved the town. It was an amazing place, mostly because you could drink every day and not be judged. Um, but yeah, we, we thought about seriously buying a bar down there one time we were looking at it and, um, we got pretty, pretty serious about it, bank involved in everything. And we got to the point where we were like, we got to think of a name for this thing. What are we going to call this bar? And of course I'm spitting out brilliant ideas. And Willie says, sausage, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, man? We're going to call it sausage. That's the name of the bar. The, the signature drink is going to be called the big sausage. And then, uh, we killed the idea because I, I, just, <laughs> I, I ruined just, it. Apparently, <laughs> he ruined it for me. I, I don't know what happened after that, but I think I just walked away from the whole thing. So, yeah, as sense. you're going to see by a couple of these names here, Wooly has a strange meat fetish. I'm not I, sure I'm what it is. Trying to get sausage into <laughs> into this deal somehow, but anyway, carry on. Sausage is so, yeah, something for sure. Uh, I vote for sausage. Okay. The next one is called uh, the meat sweats. With meat spelled M-E-E-T, because like, we're all you know, about get it? Meat car meat. S three meat sweats, and I think it'd uh, make a good shirt. Uh, a lot of wood. That was just because I was at work earlier today and surrounded by a lot of wood. Really <laughs> uh, time to waste. That one's pretty accurate. We should maybe go with that. The S three barbecue. That one's kind of funny. <laughs> Waiting on B tech. Uh, boost lag. Beats cleaning the garage. Well, that's one way to do it. And this one is, Wooly says, is the game changer. This is the one. Keeping up with the Carfashians. <laughs> we might get sued for that <laughs> one. 
uh, it won't be the first time. Car we'll fashion. We're, we're trying to keep up with like car trends, aka car fashions, car fashions. That's gold, man. We can stop it right <laughs> there. But anyway, if you guys have, all three of you, Dad, if you guys have <laughs> any suggestions um, for a good name or a smart name, um, let us know. One that wouldn't get us uh, sued or in any type of legal trouble would be preferred. I, you know, you kind of glazed over it real quick, but the uh, S3 waiting on VTech show, <laughs> I <kinda laughs> like that. <laughs> As a Honda guy, I like that. I'm not a, I'm not a Honda guy. It's not my, not my shtick. Ah, we're all Honda guys. Um, okay, well, peace out. That's all, all right. I got, man. All I'll right. see you tomorrow. Maybe we'll do another one. Thank you guys if you listened. Yeah, thank you.